Yeah, greetings. Good grief, what was that? It was a greeting. <laughs> Fair enough. Hello, how are you? Fine, thanks. Good, yes, nice. Oh, goodly tabs. Very, fine. very Thank good. You, Thank you. Good. All right, welcome to the chorus. I'm Bruce. He is Stefan. This Hello. is the chorus podcast. Yes, and we talk about all of the things that need to be read and watched and listened to. Arts and culture, my friend. Yes, but also we go to we do more of that so that you don't need to. Exactly. Uh, because as you know, Dogs, stop it. of all the books ever written in the world. Many of them are crap. So and many. Such, such can be said of the music recorded and the films filmed. And in fact of the people that exist. And of all people. So we are here to, yes, we are the sieve that leaves the turds we on the, the top. The and that's the goodness of the... I don't know where I'm going with this metaphor. Separates the wheat but yes, from the chaff. We, we put bad stuff on one side and good stuff on one side. And then you listen to us and you go... I, I don't, don't need to waste all this time. At all. Or, I, I don't agree with you, what a waste of my time that was. But uh, if not, yeah, please go and follow us on all the platforms and on the Facebook, The Chorus Podcast with Stephen Voss and Bruce Dennell. Yes. And you can tick things and like boxes and, uh, oh, I like them. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and, Spotify, uh, Apple yes. Music, all the things. And if review a, them. Do the yeah. star things and make if comments. A, a, a complain. Click, click, like. Do what you need to do. Five stars. But do that stuff. Good. And right, tell so your friends if you like the show. Fantastic. Today well, we have good. a couple of books. We have I have a couple of uh, year-end, uh, comp- uh, what are these things called? Compilations. They're not called compilations. Uh, what are they called? Annuals. Annuals, yes. Annuals. Il- illustrated annuals. Mm. Um, and we're going to, yes, we'll be talking a lot about what we watched upon the, the Netflix and yes, the Showmax and the Britbox. I've watched quite a few things and listened um, to a few things as well. Yes. And uh, uh, things we should probably so mention, things, young yes. Carry um, on. Things of note in arts and culture. Stephen yes, Sondheim yes. passed away. We mentioned him last week. We spoke about Andrew Garfield's <sighs> therapy. I know uh, what, that, uh, that was weird to me because it was it was you know it just doesn't sort of come up every week and then suddenly that happened. Yeah. So whatever we do, do not mention any of the anybody you like or anything <laughs> like that. We don't want to kill anyone. Off by mentioning don't mention anyone you like. And also the um, the new Peter Jackson Beatles movie. Yeah, uh, well, and movie, I have the book version whatever. now as well, the, get the accompanying <sighs> book. So I'll get through that over the next couple of weeks and and and, oh, and then just wave wave it Christmas wave it at you. Just wave it at you and wave um, it in front of your eyes. I've started watching the first installment. It's three um, episodes and they're about three hours long each, and and most of it is just sort of fly on the wall uh, while the Beatles do their thing. But it, it, for me, who is a uh, died in the wool. Beatles fan it is uh, fascinating and wonderful I saw a clip yesterday of oh, them we have to stop this. starting we'll be right, right. back okay. stop stop we'll be back oh, right geez, so we're back. a brief interruption yes, there that was a, a message from our sponsors yeah uh, who have sponsored a mattress apparently anyway that's another story uh, which I don't know anything about. Um, so what are we talking about? Uh, yes, Beatles. Yes, fascinating. Back, we'll getting talk, back. We'll talk more oh, about Oh, yes. I, saw, I was saying later. I saw a clip about of them doing uh, something. Yes. Rehearsing something or, or sort of fiddling with it and getting it going. Um, something in the way she moves attracts me like a pomegranate was the uh. original line. And you're going, that really, really can't be right. Uh, these are geniuses, allegedly. But anyway, yes. It's amazing how they spend literally Traps hours and like hours and hours refining and refining. Right at the end <laughs> of what I watched last night, Paul was sitting with the bass and they just needed material and there was a bit of time pressure and you see him just going between these two chords. <laughs> and then the next one's completely different. And then every now and then you'll come back to it. 
and you, it's start of get back. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, whoa. It's, <laughs> and he's just there. strumming, he's strumming yeah, yeah. his bass guitar <laughs> like <laughs> it's a guitar just to kind of get a sense of... As you do. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so that's also a noteworthy in the wor- world of art and culture. Yeah, so yeah. she's yes, been we'll mentioned on the show, but we'll talk about that once we've watched the whole thing. Yes, I also have some live live performance. Shall we start on the live performance? Yes, that, tell us about your sooner. live so, um, performance. Well, um, don't in know the, where you the, are in the world, but uh, new new what are they called? Variants are arriving and, and making things complicated again. But just arrived. before that happened, um, I was in the theater again and watching Mzanzi Ballet's Christmas show. Ah, oh, very good. Which I think is is an excellent uh, title for something in terms of. <laughs> sort of populist entertainment you don't want to get people to like what what is this actually about it's going it's got ballet so there are dancers and it's a christmas show so probably so, jingle, yes. some jingle, so also jingle if you if you go and see it today and then you go and see it in a week's time and it's completely different that's fine because it's not a plot it's no it's that so Nzanzi ballet a uh, great company up up based up here obviously um and in Joburg, and uh they do they want one of their sort of big uh Repertoire numbers is, a, is something called the Queen Show, which we chatted about a few weeks ago or yeah. a couple of months ago, um, where they they do ballet and and contemporary dance to the music of Queen. So this is a similar concept. It's just taking uh, Christmas, some Christmas carols, some Christmas kind of classics, you know, chestnuts uh, roasting and whatever. Yes. And uh, what's that? That's called the Christmas song. I just oh, think. I don't know. Um, uh, and I saw mommy kissing and Santa some Claus. other things, including yes, Grandma got run Santa over Claus by a reindeer. Is, oh, okay, Santa Claus is coming to town. I didn't know about. They didn't. They didn't do that one. What? Because, anyway. How how do we know if we're naughty or nice? If they're well, that's up to you. Anyway, um, also have uh, two singers on stage, hmm. um, guy and a girl, which is great because you get obviously different different tone, different everything. Sometimes there's Tom, a duet, but... sometimes there's a solo, and there's the dancing to the tune. Sometimes there's an instrumental number, so the the, the uh, singers get a break. There's, a, there's a, an original tune which is very good, um, played on the on the guitar. So live upon the stage while the guys are dancing. So yeah, great. I mean, it's it's just it's not if you, if you're a hoity-toity classical type and and you demand Swan I don't know, Lake all sorts of the... yes, but if you demand sort of royal ballet oh, right, form right. and this and that and whatever, I don't know. Um, probably not going to like it because it's it's not trying to be. There are there is great ballet in it, but in in small excerpts of whatever. But it's not okay. it's not supposed to be a classical ballet show. It's supposed to be a show showcasing con- what dancers can do. Um, and they have a range of dancers. You know, some of the dancers are more trained in, ballet, in classical ballet. Some are more trained in contemporary stuff. Okay. Um, and there are some pas de and there are some solos, and there are some ensemble things. Jeté, jeté, plié. Those things, all of those things. Um, and I think it already has changed to what I saw from what I've heard from people that I know in the company. So I think it, yes, it's it going well. That's not working quite as we okay, hoped. So we're going to so update that, or we're going to change something, um, and so on and so on. So. Which is also very interesting. Separate story, though, just to watch how a company like that manages, or any company it would be. You don't know when you're sitting in the seats that this person had an injury and mm, that they had to rejig that whole dance oh, yeah, because yeah. they can't lift with that hand and blah blah blah. Um, interesting. So really interesting, but a, but a lovely lovely show. It's on at the Peter Turin Theater at Monte Cassino. Um, I think. Yes, I think only for about a week or so, but then it moves to Pretoria. But anyways, Mzanzi Ballet's Christmas show. Hop on the webs. Yeah, guys, Mzanzi Ballet get out there while you can. We're show. all on tenterhooks to see yes, what, will, what happen will, with, will happen with, with the, the, next one. the new COVID variant and all the rest. Let's not dive down that rabbit hole, though. Oh. So Mzanzi, Ballet Christmas, <laughs> Mzanzi show. Ballet's Christmas show. Very well worth seeing. Go and check it out. And uh, yes, coming to you soon, Pretoria. 
Um, and apparently it's a sort of wedding venue with a wonderful backdrop and stuff. So that should be yeah. really beautiful. Go and check that out. Nice. I uh, took a trip um, yesterday. I'll just mention this for those of you who are listening who are in Johannesburg. I and play the guitar. I uh, went back to uh, our friends at Fouché Guitars nice. in Rudaput and took my Strat and my Telecaster to young Grant Fouché just to do his magic there in terms of giving them some TLC. And it was nice to see the guys. And they are sounding like new and different instruments. They are beasts of amazingness. Of so well done, Grant. And if you have any guitar needs ranging from things you need to buy or just to give your guitar a nice setup, which I recommend once or twice a year with our uh, climates. Can I, I just ask, because as, as somebody in the market for that sort of thing, I know at one point I did phone Grant and he was just he was busy for about six months. So this was a quick turnaround. This was very quick for okay. me, particularly because so it's during Does he have staff now? He does. Okay. So he's partnered with a new guy, Jake's, um, and they've got a whole like branding and their own mm. things. And I think that makes the difference, as, as we all know. Yeah. If you, for instance, I don't know, just a hypothetical example, recording a podcast in, in your home, you know, on the dining room table yeah. with, with your laptop, um, you know, it's, it's tough to get stuff done and, and to you know, yes. do the turnover quickly. Uh, but when you have your own shop and this and that and the next so, thing. So yeah, that's I will great. say Good. he's in demand. So uh, I, he, said, listen, he said, because they know me well, he said, listen, just pop in during the week. You don't mm. even book it in. We'll make a plan for you. So I, I, the day before, star. I said, I'm going to be here at this time. And even when I got there, I think I waited an hour and a half before he could start working on them because he had like three guys who were coming that day to pick okay. stuff up. So there is a, a, a backup, but... That makes me so very happy under current circumstances and yeah. COVID and all the rest that a, a place with that kind of yes. stuff, what the government is going to tell you is non-essential, is, is just And pumping. they're working right through um, December. And what you'll do, I, I imagine the general thing is you'll take your guitar there and they'll book it in. So mm. they'll say, we'll book it in and we'll let you know by such and such. We'll give yeah, you a call yeah. how much work has to be done and tell you. Yeah. But, but they are doing it what they need to do so yeah and that's fantastic which is great excellent excellent okay good what have you seen read slash um let me talk about some movie movie video movie movie films um i managed to watch a show a film that i've been wanting to see for a while called ready or not ready or not which is kind of i sort of came across it when i was looking for maybe like a little bit of a horror movie to watch Mm. um and it's quite fun um, a lot of gore and the basic idea is there's a family and every time someone new marries into the family they have to play this game and the family made its fortune selling board games and the game is that they draw a card and then they have to play a game now then yeah, the family. Yeah, yeah. but if they draw a particular card then everyone dies then the family know. has to kill them before oh, dawn um, and and it's all. It turns out it's all based on a very sinister pact that the family made with inf, inf, infernal forces from time of yore, and the new young lady who's marrying into the family has to fight for her life in this mansion it's before just, dawn. It just seems it's quite this ridiculous. Is why you shouldn't use internet dating sites? Yeah. Anyway, it, it's quite ridiculous and quite fun, and um, I, I quite enjoy it. Um, but it's nothing. Uh, earth shattering um, unlike the the next movie that mm. I watched which is Dune Dune uh, part one did you see it upon a cinema I did not see it upon no. a cinema I saw it upon the television through the whatever thingies that it's available okay. on I did um, not know it was already there it's there are a few um, services now that are offering alternatives to Netflix um, and they're in the grey area of membership subscription-y things. I think there's like there's a couple that I know of 
that you can only join if you get invited. Okay. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. I've heard of it. Anyway, yeah. so, yeah. So I watched it. Uh, Denise Villeneuve, who I'm a very big fan of, I first saw um, the movie Arrival with Amy Adams uh, and uh, Jenna, whatever his name is, Hawkeye from the Marvel Universe. Uh, yes. Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, Jen, Den, Den, Jeremy, Jeremy. Is it? His first name is Jeremy. Okay, I thought, anyway. Uh, but that movie was fantastic, and as a linguist, uh, you know, the, based on the Sapir Wharf hypothesis yes, and all yes, that yes. stuff, I loved it. Um, then he did um, Blade Runner 2024. And now Rena. he's. Jeremy Renner. Renner. Carry on. Now he's done Dune Part 1, uh, starring uh, Timothy Chamelemelay. Ding Dong. And uh, um, Zedaya and uh, Jason Momoa makes an appearance, uh, and a few other notables in the cast. Um, I wish I'd seen it on the big screen because mm. it is a visual feast um, and I watched it on my small television screen um, it's it's beautiful yeah it's so beautifully shot and it's quite slow and lovely and uh, I really really enjoyed it um, I remember I'm sure I saw you, the first you, one you've read the books I have but so long ago yeah but you have but I mean, are, are you? Because I'm speaking now to somebody who's bought. Yeah. After reading Lord of the Rings nineteen times, yes, he's already yes, bought yes, another yes, version. Yes. So I mean, are you? Are you? Do you feel that the the kind of the world has been properly represented? Or, I do. Or the, you I know, do. All I, that kind of stuff. I really need to read the books again because I remember when I read the books, how much of it was to do with the political machinations of these. Uh, warring families and empires um and the you know the skullduggery and the behind yes. the scenes uh, and i don't know if that i don't know if that can be given its fair due in a movie because you really need that can be quite boring yes, yes. um visually and also contextually i mean you know obviously it's not about now but you can always apply things to what's going on politically yes exactly in, in reality um, but it, uh, I mean it's I really did enjoy it. I, it it was a long week I think it was over two and a half hours and it's just part one yeah. and I I did feel at the end of it that I could have kept watching which oh, that's was fantastic. good and maybe I was just in the right frame of mind and tell me just because it is it's in the same sort of ballpark in terms of, of uh, market relative to to sort of recent star wars and and that kind of stuff you know the um, big intergalactic yes uh, well the big ones star wars and the marvel things um it is what i hoped it would be it is different it is very much uh denise villeneuve's what, which what does that mean so more rt more yes okay. um more auteur i think so you know it's nowadays Nowadays, nowadays, uh, the CGI is you know when when Star Wars came out, it looked so different to everything mm-hmm. else. Um, it was so sort of light years ahead, light years. Ahead. See what you did there. Um, and now I think a lot of that is kind of caught up. So you've got to, um, you got to look for for different stylistic languages that are happening. So the spaceships, mm. um, it's difficult now to. Because Star Wars have just made kind of every variation that you can yeah, imagine yeah. of of a kind of spaceship, <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I think Denise Villeneuve has managed to to do something that looks like its own thing, okay. which I think is quite well, difficult. That is always it was tricky. I mean, what's happening? It's a barren, it's a barren planet. Yeah, wasteland. So like Tatooine. 
No, 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 it's different. It's not Tatooine. It has dust. uh, Not dust, it has spice. Dust is northern lights. Okay, so this has spice, you see. Now it's very different to dust. Okay. Yeah, so there are a lot of. There's a giant mouth of something in the desert. So, like, Star Wars. Worms. uh, Oh, like Jabba the Hutt's uh, thingy pit. No, no, no. Different now, but the same. (laughs) Are they. Yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, so. Uh, there is that. I mean, the original movie, Kyle MacLachlan, MacLachlan plays the the Timothy Chalamet mm-hmm. Long person. Uh, it also had Sting in the original yes, I movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, who's the guy with the the, the amazing? Um, forget the actor who plays the sort of villain. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I really liked it. And again, uh, you may you may not like it. I think uh, it is quite. Why do you say you may not, is it is it because of the stylism and the and the slowness and yes or, yeah it's like um, you might like western movies but you might hate the assassination of Jesse James yes, okay. which which is yes. this kind More of thoughtful and yeah it's and these and, and, and okay, beautiful yeah, yeah. scenes and nice not that it's yeah, it's there's a lot of action as well in this but it is it is quite drawn out uh, and I think rightly so. So I'm not sure it's everyone's cup of tea. I don't know if Dune is everyone's cup of tea. I yeah. don't know if you haven't read the books, if you'd still enjoy it. I think that you would. Uh, I think it was is great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's difficult to... It's I can only say for me... Yeah, no, but it's, yeah. it's interesting because I think it, we do need to say that kind of thing of like... It's That's why I said about the, the Christmas show now, the ballet thing. It's just you don't need to know because it, it's populist. It's not trying to be yeah. something else where you might also have a separate production which is very, very classical and you might not know a damn thing about classical ballet and not like music from the 1800s or something. Yeah. And then you're screwed. Whereas here, it's 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 much more accessible. But I'm really uh, happy that I got to see it. Oh, I also, did I talk about No Time to Die? We did talk about that yes. last time. Um, then, speaking of space and things, I must Obviously. mention just one last thing that I watched on the upon the Netflix, which is a show called Cowboy Bebop. Yes, I have seen... Yeah. Advertisements. So it's based on an anime series, uh, which is also available on Netflix. And I thought I was going to watch the, because I saw the the trailers for the live action one, and I sort of started watching. Oh, it's here, Ben was the animated one. So I said, okay, well, let me not watch the animation. It's anime. It's a very, very famous anime series. They say it's like, if you don't know anything about anime, this is a great That's entrance into okay. anime. Um, uh, oh, don't break the things. Um, Jack the dog. Um, no, Jack disgusting hound um, <laughs> messing with my computer um, now this uh, is now has been made into a live action um, series 10 episodes starring John Cho um, who his face reminds me of Bruno Mars for some reason okay. I don't know why there's something <laughs> in the mouth or whatever um, so it's based on this anime and it's what they call um, like a, a future noir Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's like set in twenty seven, you know, twenty four seventy one or something in the space. Yeah. But it's filmed like a sort of uh, Raymond Chandler uh, noir detective. Okay. So it's got the most incredible music, like this funk and jazz. Oh wow! And, okay. And maybe that's why you scenes, saw the Bruno Mars. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's incredibly stylistic, stylized. In yeah. fact, the first episode, I struggled a little with a little bit to get into the acting and the dialogue because okay. of such oh, wow. okay. heavy stylized. It's really like I can imagine that, yeah, so so many genre bending things happening in it. Um, and it took me like into the second episode to to let the, the acting sink into the setting. 
because it's it's you know in space and on these planets and it's the thing and the ship that doesn't work and the guy now they have to work together and he turns out to be this person and in the midst of all you're getting and the people are weird and he's got a bionic arm or whatever it is <laughs> and then you're also trying to like okay now they're acting and and pretending this is all normal yes, yeah. so that was a little bit jarring at first just and and for me who's used to those kind of things I imagine for someone who's not into that at all, that would be quite... I don't know what's going on here, yes. Either they... they Which was the, the movie with Michael Cena? Um, Michael Cena. Uh, and he did the... Oh, man, he... It was all the music. He had to defeat all the, the, the ex-boyfriends. Oh, I don't think I... S- but it's, it's a similar similar kind of thing. Cross, crossover with reality and anime. And oh, okay. Just okay. genius. But anyway, I'll, I'll look at um, yeah. We talked about Free Guy last time as well, didn't we? Yes. Anyway, so Cowboy Bebop. So so by the it's video very idiosyncratic nice. as well, which I love and quirky. And then there's the club with like the jazz singer, and it's all very noir. And then they go Back to, to Star like Wars. yeah, and and it's like well, and then it's sort of the love scene, but it's in black and white, and and with the rose that falls. It just into, sounds like it's a lot of fun to make as much as anything. Yeah. Else. And so by the time I got to the sort of halfway through, now towards the end, I finished it. Um, absolutely loved it it's so idiosyncratic and quirky and weird and amazing fight sequences killer kind of it's like incredible it's really um taken this world and and made it come alive i looking at the track record for these shows on netflix and how they only last one season i'm i'm really hoping that somehow this yes it's tough man because it's it's such an interesting space because because it's I think more a lot, a lot, different a lot than more some stuff of the gets greenlit for one season or, yeah. or a short series, limited series or whatever. Um, but there's so much more competition because of that. So even if your six episodes are mind-bogglingly good, yeah, you you're still struggling. So, I mean, something we've chatted about before. Um, number nine, what's it called? Oh, uh, room nine. No. Eh, that thing. Inside. Inside number nine. Number there we nine. go. Um, I see has just been. Uh, renewed for a cu- two more series. Oh, wonderful! Which is just wonderful news because it's just it's just some of the best TV available, and you know it is difficult. I still need to for watch some it. people and quirky and idiosyncratic, but um, it's it's amazing. Anyway, so yes, so Cowboy Bebop, I absolutely loved it as a comic sky anime. I mean, it wasn't based on a comic, but it, it's based on an animated or anime thing. Uh, very very you know genre blending and strange and cool and I absolutely mm. loved it and I thought the people in it are great um, I just mentioned John Cho he, he's the main character he has a partner and then a new kind of girl that joins the two of them they're bounty hunters in space and then they have this past that comes to light so and Star Wars again yeah okay but fantastic so everything is Star Wars so far okay absolutely. good Bebop Cowboy now, Bebop speaking of which um, what have you watched watch the movies it. that made us Yes, 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 you've mentioned this. There was have the I, toys that made us. I done, and yes. the, uh, I don't oh, have I mentioned it already? I think you've mentioned it to okay. me. I'm not sure you've talked okay, about we'll it on the, the show. Punt it again because it's just fantastic. It's just If you are vaguely interested in, never mind a huge fan of it, but if you're vaguely interested in, in how movies are made or... And or, how they've shaped culture. How they made... But also, it's, what's so interesting, all of these are, are huge titles, you know, Back to the Future and Aliens and... Indiana Jones and, and, and Star just Wars. Just massive, massive things. Star Wars. <laughs> but... Every single one of them was a mission to make, which you you don't. It's not sort of unexpected, but just the amount of graft and work and passion. Because again, you think, well, it's Steven Spielberg and it's a studio and there's trillions in the bank and yeah, this yeah. and that and 
whatever, and it's Harrison Ford, so it's definitely going to work, or whatever. But to get these things made... I'm always amazed where you hear them talk about, and now it came to you know this month, and we were like, if we don't do this... Yeah, and we have to do it by being, Friday. This is being shut so down. So we're going to work 72-hour days, and so on and so on. Yeah, and, yeah. They, and they do... And, and at the, the last minute... And this one, guy, and again, and yeah. this beautiful romance movie, and these two hated each other, and okay. blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh my word. Uh, but it's... It's also it's the style they they really the narration is is fantastic the writing on the narration, but like that uh, attack of the Hollywood cliches with Rob Lowe. Yes. Um, that same very snappy, very okay. irreverent. Nice. I like. Very that. funny. Charlie Brooker. Style. So you know. So yes, and then, and so of course this 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 immediately fell into place. No, it didn't. Okay. So but <laughs> yes. and and snappy, very sharp cuts and back and forth and Good. bringing in the people and almost never are the are the big big names involved. So aliens, James Cameron never is never quoted. But you you again, sure. given the irreverence, you would expect that. Yeah. Sigourney pops up. Okay. So great, lovely. But again the, the interviews are just are just lovely. And they keep cutting back to the one phrase okay, or whatever that, that slagged off somebody okay. else and okay. so just it's wonderfully made in itself it's hugely entertaining whether you've seen the movies or not i must give um, it a, a and go. as a as a movie fan uh you don't need to be a buff just as a movie fan if you like movies at all you will have seen most of these yeah. you know, uh, dirty dancing and so, so on so. so it's a series i know they did the toys that yes, made us it's, i think, I think was the original i think there's, a, there's at least two series not okay, three four. um and it's just bloody wonderful just it makes me happy go and watch Fair that, that so and then i've yeah. only watched tenet Yes, what did you um, think? I, very difficult, but no, brilliant. No? I liked it very much. I okay. Didn't, I, I, did you try and... Because there's all these things online of where they... The, they the actually... The, they, they split the screen and they give you a side-by-side side what's actually obviously. happening. Because you get also, your mind around... No, I, see, I didn't see... I didn't get that because okay. um, it reminded me stylistically a lot of well, the, the, the latter James Bonds, but, yeah, but yeah. mostly the uh, Mission Impossibles. Okay. Those are very complex plots. They don't try to be yeah. simple. This is going on, that's going on. You have to remember 700 things yeah. politically and whatever this and that and the next thing. And that's just marketed relatively as a, as a straight action movie. Yeah. So this, the, the time issue doesn't really, for me anyway, doesn't really yeah, impact it to. except in one or two things where it explains some stuff. Yes. And again, when you see it happening and you remember what happened earlier, you're like, oh, that's yes. so clever. Who knew? Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, but again, because you know now yeah, because yeah. of the internet. Um so you know that it's it's going to be in the film, but you still don't know. You still don't see it playing out, um, and the and the the actors is Robert Pattinson, and I forget the main chap's name now, which is bad of me. But anyway, uh, um, oh. very, but the point is they're not super superstars. No. So again, like it, it, you know, uh, uh, Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise is Ethan Hawke, but he's also Tom Cruise. Yeah. You can't really. You've chatted about yeah, this before. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to look past. Now, yeah, Robert Pattinson is just in a completely different role for him, so it's He's great really you see a different thing. The other guy's not well known enough. I've only really seen him in, in Ballers, the the Rock, that TV show, okay. um, uh, and uh, so you don't get this this distracting distracting presence yes. stuff, and it and there just there is a lot. Um, there's a lot of complexity, but I don't mind it. I don't think it's I don't think it's Nolan's best movie by a long stretch, but again, my my my. My feeling for Nolan's best movie is Dunkirk, so I'm not going to oh, go for so for, flipping good. I'm not going to go for you know stuff where there's time mix-ups and what this else and that has he done? Thing. So he did. What was the other very complicated uh, one with, with uh, uh, Intervention? Yeah, no, uh, DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Uh, uh, we they go into the yes, thing to the thing to the thing. We are so good at what we yeah, do. Yeah, we are. Um, and then he, of course he did the the, the Batman thing. Um, but I think I love how he oh, and it's still st- st- stylistically how he makes these movies. But um, for Dunkirk was the best for me. Um, <laughs> That's so. Cute. 
Yeah. So here I'm going. This oh. is a really, really good movie in the style of. Uh, I keep like a Bond, like a like a Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Why can't I remember it? I don't more, know. more than one sentence. It's just impossible. In the, in the style of that, slightly more, but only very slight. Actually, maybe not even as as complicated as the most complicated of the of the Mission Impossibles. All of which I've enjoyed as crazy spy secret agent so this gadgety me, movies. Yeah. Which is which? This is. It's a crazy yeah. spy secret agent movie. This is what Christopher Nolan does so well. Is he takes for me? It's like what what Umberto Eco did with the Name of the Rose. Mm. Incredibly layered um, uh, literary work dealing with uh, sem- uh, semiotics and science and things, but it's a detective story. Yes, and so the story is so is what, great. Yes. So, so Christopher Nolan wants to wants to mess with with black holes but he does interstellar this yes, space yeah, yeah. story no, this, exactly and and this is what he's so so good at with with tenant as well like spy and thing and the thing had me but then at the same time he's dealing with these time but also yeah i mean at, at the complicated at, at the core of a lot of it is like there's a really nasty man who's going to do really nasty things it doesn't matter if it's going to if it's the nasty if the, if, the, man. if the nasty things are hurting his girlfriend wife whatever or blowing up the world it doesn't matter the point is that he's nasty and there's a nicer man he's not a perfect guy but there's a nicer man over here who wants to stop the nasty man doing the nasty things I want to stop those hardy dars doing yes. nasty things in the but bay. that is the whole that's the whole yeah. gist of it you know um, and there's a crap load of technology involved and some very very clever as, as we've both said you know when when things work backwards and you yeah. see oh that's why because again you see stuff and you're going that doesn't make sense but I know yeah. A it's a Christopher Nolan movie at all and B there's all the buzz on the internet so I know something's going to happen regarding that later yeah, yeah. and that's also very clever filmmaking because you you get a spoiler in the movie yeah but it doesn't actually spoil it no. you're going I know something's going to happen there later so I'm filing that away yeah, yeah, but I'm when it happens just... you're going ah that's quite satisfying actually yeah. good I'm glad I'm glad that's what happened and I still don't know if I can trust this guy and I still don't know what he's doing I still don't know what she's doing because he, he balances all of those. So I think, yeah, in, as a thriller, it works because you don't know who to trust and what's going on until the end. Um, I heard that The French Dispatch by Wes Anderson has been playing at our Cinema Nouveau's no. or something. No. It's been out. Damn so it. I may even have missed it. So he's my... I'm just thinking of uh, directors that I yes, love. So I love uh, Christopher well. Nolan. I love... He's um, genius. But Wes Anderson's my favorite and I've been so looking forward to his... I think also has a Timothy Shalabang Ding Dong in it. Shalamala Ding Dong. Um, right, so that is some movie. So those films. are things we've watched. Wow, yes. that's great. You know, are we going to do? I think we've been we've been threatening. Are we going to do a first take? Let's try it, shall which, we? Um, I need to quickly look up some lyrics for. All right, I'll get the, the old. Somewhere. I'll get the Martin out. I won't do its full name because I know you make fun of me for that. Sid Martin. Shall we do the song first and then let the people guess what they're hearing? And see well, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully we won't stuff it up that badly. They don't first know what they're hearing. You say. Wait, I need some lyrics. Hold on. Uh, um, I'm gonna just. I almost, I almost said the title. Okay, you carry on. I'll. Okay, you still practicing? Or are you playing? Yeah, I'm still practicing. Tell me when the interest right. Okay, that was the start. whole practice session. Okay, I have. Google the lyrics and hopefully won't mess them up too much. Here we go. Has our conscience shown? Has the sweet breeze blown? Has the kindness gone? 
hope still lingers on Drink himself a newfound pity Sitting alone in New York City And I don't know why Listening, hymns of offering. Have we eyes to see? Love is gathering. All the words that I've been reading, and I started the act of bleeding into. Into one. So I walk upon high and I step to the edge to see my world below. And I laugh at myself while the tears roll down. Cause it's the world that I know. It's the world that I know. Myself a newfound pity sitting alone in New York City, and I don't know why. I don't know why. So I walk upon high and I step to the edge to see my world below. And I laugh at myself while the tears roll down. Yes, I went full Ed Rowland there a little bit, but um, yes, I, I, I used his his intonations and things. But very nice. What a lovely his song! Affectations, fantastic. It sort of stays in that minor key for so long that when that final major yeah. chorus comes in, it's, it's really, we may it's have great, great clipped the microphone. So if you yes, if you have collective soul, it, collective soul, the world that I know, or the world I know, the world but I he know. does say that. I think um, I'll go and listen later. Ed Rowland. I think there were three Rolands in yes, the band. Yes, there was Mr. Rowland. Mr. Uh, yes. Junior, junior. There was at junior. least two. There was another yeah, rhythm yeah. guitarist as well. Yes. I can't remember the third. Was there a third? Um, maybe not. Anyway, we maybe don't know anything. Drummer, we're just know. talking. I know they had like three guitars on stage at one point because Ed would play, then the, the brother would play rhythm, and then uh, Russ Childress was on, on Which was lead. very uh, clenched uh, when we saw, we saw them at Sun City back yes, in the day. Yes, I also did that. Um, and he had a red PRS. Yes. And he finished the song, and he, he unstrapped it, and he took it at the bottom, and he threw it, threw it a long, long, long way. About 20 or 30 meters, yeah. it was high. He could have thrown it to this side of the stage, but actually he threw but it he, to the he other side. He put his hand underneath, yeah. and he chucked, chucked it up it. in the air, and it, it nearly hit the lights high. 
and it was just sailing and nobody was there and then the tech stepped out at the last minute and just caught it a beautifully. arm appeared and you're like <laughs> like oh the lady in the lake just as guitar lovers just, they were just that was not a good thing to see but you was, know that he was probably endorsed by oh absolutely so but that's that's um, hardly the point i, I don't, I don't care his, about his new guitar i care about this guitar his emo which was hanging off his um microphone stand ah, yes, that he's grabbing. yes 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 Very um nice. i remember watching the band brand new um in london and i think it was at i don't know where it was the astoria or somewhere and they did um two albums in in their entirety so they did dejon tondu and then god and the devil are raging inside of me and at one point the 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 lead player so mm -hmm. so uh i can't remember the guy's name is it jesse i don't know uh the singer well, he plays uh, some of the leads but then he's got another guitar player who does some lead and some rhythm stuff at one point and it was a a, a theater so sort of amphitheater seating and a lovely stage with you know these velvet curtains on the side but a very very high ceiling at one point in the song he stopped and he threw his guitar as high as he could throw it above him it was so it nearly hit the roof and then he caught it again and played <laughs> the next chord. I know, man. It was like so perfect. It was just a whoosh, and the music stopped. And I just saw that thing fly. And then as it landed, it went frang and came in. It's and like I was when like, we went and saw when we went and saw Billy Gibbon. Gibbons, uh, I think you'll Gibbons find even. But just his his that whole thing of his playing is his. Uh, yeah, yeah, where he drops it and catches the note. He only plays with the one hand. He's waving and pointing at yeah, ladies in the audience and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, just manages to play. But it, this guitar is vertical and it's fairly yeah, heavy. Yeah. And he's just, he drops it, catches it in the new chord yeah, position. Yeah. Clean, beautiful. No, man, people are too good. Um, yeah, I think his guitars are um, hollowed out as well and very, very light. Okay. I know he, well, he is an old man. He's very old. Yes. Um, good. Well, so that was um, speaking that was of music. Tunes and music stuff. Um, things that have just come out that mm. I've been listening to include Raise the Roof, which yes. is the. Um, Reunion of Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. Oh, yes. So I had a massive Raising album Sand. called Raising Sand, which was won all the Grammys and all the rest of it. Can I say that I had that for a while and then I got bored of it? Really? And that's saying something because I'm, I'm a huge Alison Krauss fan. Mm. I'm, less, I'm less a Robert Plant solo fan, but I'm a huge Zeppelin fan. But I, I just, I didn't want to. I, I fought with myself, but I was just like, okay, this is quite boring now. I don't know. I, I, I likened it to uh, Nora Jones' first album in that it's quite... Uh, sparse um, I don't know anyway they've got yeah. a new one it's very much along the same lines um, but a little bit more upbeat I think uh, certainly the first single uh, I've only listened to it a couple of times but I've really uh, liked it of course it's flippin quality playing mm. and recording and they sing very very well uh, it's probably worth a listen no look it definitely will um, and particularly as I say Alison Alison Krauss, anything she does, I will always listen yeah. to. I just, I, it, it was just, I think they, it may have, I don't know, maybe maybe it was something of just kind of a, it was, I'm Robert Plant and you're Alison Krauss, yeah. and let's not worry too much about a melody in this particular one. It wasn't everything on the album. Okay. I mean, it, it was, was very pervasive, it, so then she can become yeah, a bit white yeah. noisy. I think so. Anyway. I'm and sorry. the other thing, no, it's fine. The other thing I've listened to is, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the brothers Landreth. I have. Canadian brand. So Joey Landreth. Uh, Are they uh, Brandy's? 
They're brandy collaborators. They may very well be. Um, So they sort of hiatused uh, a while back. Um, Ariel Posen is the other guitar player in the band. He also is doing his solo thing now. But Joey Landreth has done some solo albums. I think this is his third now. All That You Dream. Nice. He is a singer par excellence. If you think that... that Sorry, just interesting. This is one of those Spotify algorithm things that these guys got thrown up at me quite a lot at one point. So I have saved a bunch of this stuff. So if you think uh, Thornicus um, is... Ian Ian Thornley is a singer of rock. Mm. um, Joey Landreth is of that quality in a sort of more soulful Mm. um, R&B Americana thing. He's crazy good. And then his guitar playing is on another level they sort of tune in fourths and he plays slide in weird tunings and can do and his fingers just fly all around and it's like the most hectic this jazz inversion kind of, yeah. you're, you're, you're livid at how good he is look all these weird jazzy inversions but he's playing in a very sort of americana rock setting that he just does so incredible like he's a he he's the kind of guy that if you saw him sort of noodling at the side of the club just him on his guitar just messing around it, it's the most beautiful thing yes. you've ever heard yeah. it's almost ruined when you put him in a band context band, band my only uh, criticism and I, I've been um, thinking about this more and more lately that I'm maybe it's that I'm getting older but I want to hear and maybe this is my sort of uh, tastemaker foray into a criticism on music at the moment that I like so a lot of the popular music is what it is okay for me I'm into more classic sort of 70s the golden era of guitar music and and there's still a lot of those people around uh, that kind of music around that I like to listen to but my criticism is that the music has too much happening yes and I want to hear music (laughs) with less music in it if that makes sense can I just do a pre-ad it's a long way before release because we haven't even thought about when we're going to actually record it but the Van Dyke Park Sport next song yes. is going to fit into this very well. Oh, I hope so. I, I was going through stuff that I've written recently, just practicing a little bit, uh, you know, keeping things in mind. And there is no music in our new song, just about. It's it's beautifully empty Excellent. and wonderful and gorgeous. Anyway, so yes. So, so I listen to it and I'm listening to I listen to it on headphones, this new Joey Landreth. And he's such a great guitar player. He's brilliant at layering stuff. Uh, there's, you know... At, at any given moment there's at least four guitars playing but they're playing the absolutely perfect parts they're they're beautiful they're all but it it is too much for me i want to hear less yes and i think this is um i don't know i think it probably says more about me than the music i'm listening to and maybe that's why i enjoyed uh the robert plant and Alison class because it's a little bit more sparse. Yeah, that is um um yeah that's uh, that's exactly uh, very interesting because again, the point is then if it is empty, you do have to have something that's powerful. And, yes. And uh, again, and, and as a songwriter, as a player, and it, it, I'm not. Uh, too many people tell me I, I put myself down too much. It, I'm not an I'm not an excellent player, but I can perform with uh, emotion. And I think also when you when you have and I, I perform by myself with an acoustic guitar, so it is it is fairly empty. But um, that kind of stuff, when somebody is doing it, um, you know, from I mean, Dolly Parton can do it. She just can do just a solo picked Anything. guitar and just blow you out of the water. Um, and and you know, Ian Thornley can do it with his huge rock voice and whatever. He can yeah. still he can strip it down. 
and it's fantastic. Buffy, I love Buffy Clara. Yeah. I love all the noise and the angst and the power and the punching in the face with the music. And they can also do a desperately quiet thing, which makes you want to weep. They are um, so yeah, I think you maybe it's not always that it has to be that, but you have to. Uh, yeah, for me, think, I think I yeah. think I think any band, including Buffy and whoever, and when you want layers and this, you can still put in too much. Yeah, for, for, no, me, for no reason. For me, it's like there's this amazing, powerful part, and then four other parts at the same time, and I'm like, just put that one part there. Uh, someone who's just jumped into mind who also generally gets it right is Damien Rice as well. Okay, it's just he doesn't. He doesn't do extra. He does what he does bloody beautifully. Well, if you love guitar and you're a fan of great singing, I recommend you you look up um, Joey Landreth. He, he really is Fine, uh, a Fine. great songwriter as well, a fantastic player and a brilliant singer. He's a triple threat. He's bloody brilliant. And he, he this is, is great. No, because I do. I have had, um, as I say, I have had him recommendations in my direction mm. by Spotify. Fantastic, uh, and I've, I've listened to a few tunes, but not not enough. I just want to speaking of things thrust in my direction. Mm. By, uh, it's a good word, thrust. Thrust um, by Spotify. Just these have been on this list here to chat about. Um, Gusta, yes, I, it was a band that just popped up there. Very sort of nineties, yeah. uh, not a surf. May have, all of those maybe pronounced Gusta for all we know. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Just there, <laughs> who knows? But G U S T E R, yeah, yeah, yeah. wonderful melodic. What's the? They had like one or two. Big songs. I'm trying to remember. There's uh, one, one like big. One I, like, I love is Emily Ivory. It's called Emily Ivory. Check that out. It's just this beautiful storytelling. But again, that whole '90s Clever. college, yeah, thing bare is naked the ladies, good versions. Bare naked ladies, the Gin Blossoms, the Better Than Ezra, Toad Red, Sprocket, all those guys. It's that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's great. It's it's great um, uh, musicianship. It's great writing. It's great performance. And it's often kind of yeah. quite quirky and funny and whatever. So Gusta Gusta G U S T E R. Emily Ivory is a great song to start. Um, Foy Vance has got a new album out. Oh. I flipping love Foy Vance. In terms of what you were saying yeah. now about no, what, no, you, he's great. what you don't need, um, the man can wrap every single person in a venue around his finger with his voice and, a, and an acoustic guitar. And a ukulele. Which is falling apart. Yeah. Uh, the acoustic guitar, not his voice. Um, and his lovely, phenomenal, lush moustache. Um, but Sapling is, is just one that I've, I've been listening to a lot lately, which is just beautiful. Dan Wilson, I've mentioned before. Song, if you're a songwriter, go and listen to Dan Wilson because he's better than you and he doesn't mind telling you how to be better and he's very lovely and humble Excellent. and beautiful. And he writes for, he won Grammys for the Dixie Chicks and Adele and all sorts of people. Um, so follow him on the, on the Twitter, uh, no, on the, uh, well, on the Twitter, but also on the Instagram because he does little videos of like, okay. guys, don't worry about, and it's actually, it's really simple, helpful stuff. He's, he's like, guys, don't worry about this because that's not going to make a difference rather focus on that huh. in terms of collaborative songwriting or something and Excellent. you and I know and yes. we know with other people and whoever's listening that the songwriter knows collaborations can be incredibly awkward and difficult and you can sit there for three hours before you get anywhere indeed Bruce unless you listen to Dan Wilson so that's your job right. but he's just a, a, just a it's, I think it's an older song but it's come up on my on my Spotify recently uh, Free Life which is just beautiful like bloody everything he does in a, an annoyingly uh admiring way hmm. and then Admirable. a newish well it's new it's new for them it's a new song uh, Angel of 14th Street by Counting Crows because um, they haven't done you know they've sort of not They, I, I think they're kind of f famous enough and big enough that they never need to do anything else um, but there is a new album and uh, this is one of the first songs of that um, but it came a couple of months ago but Angel of 14th Street again that long it's not their it's not their radio pop Version. Okay. It's the it's that long like Mr. Mrs. Potter's lullaby or whatever. It's mm. like, let's tell a long story because we can and we have 
Nice. 11 guys in the band and they're all flipping geniuses. Hmm. Um, so suck it. Here's a, here's a long story. We're going to take your time. Nice. Uh, very, very cool tune. So go and listen to, to those. Oh, lekker. Right. Now quickly, we've got time for some books. We've got yeah, let's books. talk about uh, these <coughs> book, book So heads. annuals. So around about end of November, beginning of December every year, the um, we have in South Africa, as you will in wherever you are, some wonderful, wonderful satirical cartoonists, some very, very Political necessary, necessary people uh, who rip the bollocks out of our those who need it, yes, uh, our politicians and newsmakers and other idiots. Um, so uh, Zapiro, very famous around the world, as 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 on Madam and Eve by that's Stephen Francis Enrico. Um, so two new annuals there. Zapiro's is called It Only Comes in Orange, Mr. Zuma. And then uh, the Madam and Eve annual this year is called Family Meeting. I thought um, you said by Stephen Francis Enrico. Like that was his name. <laughs> Stephen Francis, comma, and Rico. Rico yes, so Stephen Francis does, does most of the words and Rico does the drawings there, the illustrations. illustrations. Now, I'm starting to find, and it's been for a few years now, and it's not, it's not a good thing in, in enjoyment terms. As I've said now, necessary political cartoons or satirical cartoons. Mm. I mean, uh, Madame Eve obviously has some range there in that they, some of them are just fun. Funny, There's just yeah. relationships between the kid and the, the granny or the whatever, whatever. Um, but again, their their main role in our culture is and to comment on that. Culture. Is to comment to on the culture, the but it, exactly. But also to to be brave voices, to say sure. satirical things that that really cut through and uh, because humor can be used as a weapon where. You can't say exactly. Yeah, whatever you news story comes out, you can't. You can't stab somebody like, in the eyes, yes. but you can make a cartoon. Yeah. Um, but the problem there for me, and again, this is a very personal thing, so it's not a, it's not a problem in terms of, of enjoyment of like, or my, the quality daughter, of the art. My, exactly, my eldest daughter is is addicted to to Madame Eve. It doesn't matter what there is, and again, she doesn't read the papers, she doesn't watch the news. So often she's like, "What is? Who's this guy?" And you like, you have to explain why it's funny. But um, for me to have it all collected at the end of a year, when Part of me wants to wind down. Mm. Part of me is looking forward to family time or holiday or Christmas or whatever. And then to have all of this stuff. And again, now we've just got this new variant out, which it's changes all our planning, which this and that and the next thing. You know, you're going, I have sufficient issues for today. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, look at how bad this year has been. Exactly. In a laugh. So, so I mean, you know, on, on the cover of, of Family Meeting the Madam and Eve is, is Cyril Ramaphosa on the TV, My Fellow South Africans. That happened on Sunday. Yeah. So again, whether or not you can plan, Too you can't. Soon. You can't, no, well, you Madam can't plan Eve. that stuff. No, Too no, no, soon. that one's fine because yeah. you kind of, that's, that's this week. I can deal with that. But seeing Zuma going to prison hmm. is what, July or whenever that was, it was July. Um, and you're going, I've kind of dealt with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, again, it's, it's, it's not it's something ref- that, the, that the, the cartoonists or the publishers. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a reflection on how on the state that our country has been in for the last couple of years well, it, uh, oh, again it's, it's every country because that's the other thing there are there are trump jokes and there are and that's that's it's also weird i mean you just you this stuff that you've just you've just moved on from which is which yeah. is healthy maybe that's a better way of looking at it is to just go oh i remember that and it hasn't been in my psyche since mm. um and that's that's good um yeah. so it's it's kind of ripping or you know and, and again less, less political things like wounds. the tokyo the tokyo olympics and and how they struggled yeah, yeah, yeah you know how they were different because of no crowds and blah 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 and um you know all sorts of things but yeah it does it does remind you it does I, sort of put back on the radar yeah. for me it's that there's it's, there's such rich fodder for these kind of cartoonists because there's that's another angle there yeah oh. 
because I, I've I, Rico's a good mate. Um, we, we must have him on the show. He's, he's fantastic yeah. for an interview. Um, but he is uh, all of these guys. I, I, there's a part of me that kind of feels very, very sorry for them because they have to. Again, you're yeah. whatever. You're you're a muso and you're a professional muso, and like the, the way we talk about being a professional muso, we're like, oh, this will be so exciting. It'd be so amazing. It would, but also not. You know what I mean? You'd have to do a lot of work that you didn't want to do. You'd have to, whatever, play strange tunes that you didn't like. And that, that, that that's how a session, being a session user works. Um, so these guys have to sort of keep an eye on this. And they're going, I'm so sick and tired yeah. of writing about this angle or this person I, or this I, I topic. Imagine it was I just hate it. I'm so, and they have to. Quite depressing. That's their job. You know, they are, they are the, the localized filter. You know, they are the, the, the bottleneck for... Mm. In, you know the whole platform so daily maverick or, or newspapers yeah. or whatever the entire platform will be given the chance to see it through their filter and that's a that's a that's a huge responsibility but it's also for me it must be a huge uh punch in your sort of creative gut if mm. you're going i am super creative i'm really really good at this but i have to be really really good at this on this topic today mm. um and then also like i've been saying you know it impacts me as a reader when i look back and i'm like oh, yeah. And I mean, if you're Zapiro or Steven or Rico, and you're looking, oh, crying out loud, have, are these guys still not fixed this? I did a, you know, I did a cartoon mm. about this in 1997, and it's still here. Mm. And, uh, you know, so I kind of, there's a sort of compassionate aspect to reading them as well. On that all aside, that's just an interesting thing for me. There are, as usual, there are always, there's a lot of good stuff, and there's, a, there's an occasional genius moment. Mm. Um, and you just, you just feel... Also, with Sapiro, you know, where there are court cases and such, you know, that he had one where uh, Lady Justice was being raped and whatever, and by Zuma, and he'd go to court and whatever. And here, there's sort of, you know, Zuma has been vanquished and Lady Justice is is running around, you know, and you know, it's a it's a um yeah a stab, not a stab, yeah. but a, you know, it's a comment on that, sure, um, and that's quite satisfying that kind of thing. Um, all does come around sometimes, but um, hmm. yeah, it's. I suppose if you're gonna if you're going to sort of want to responsibly look back at the at the year's news through through some filters, these are very good ways to do it. Um, and and they are certainly for fans of cartooning, of uh, satire, of art. Mm. They are very very good and very very valuable things. And there are there are good jokes and stuff as well. Particularly Madam and Eve, um, they have, as we said they have a lot more space to to just be uh, amusing. Hmm. You know, there might be politics in there as well, but it's, um, you know, so whatever, it's a lock, they're talking about lockdown, but then they make it, so it's phase two uh, lockdowns, but it's level four locked, uh, you know, phase two um, ESCOM. Um, phase two load shedding. Load shedding, but level four lockdown, but uh, etc. Et et and, they, and they just get into these, like I've done now, they get yeah. into these tongue twisters and whatever. And, you know, if you're over 65, but I've, I'm under 12, Divided by, you know, so there's lots of lots of clever wordplay. And the stuff ridiculousness as well. yeah. of what's happening in life. So do go and check satire. them out. But um, again, if yeah, there's there's heaviness in in looking. Makes me feel quite. There's heaviness in satire. There should be. Yeah. Um, in looking back at what has happened here and elsewhere. Over I the think year. in it's in many. A, it's been a bit of a brutal year. Yeah, in some countries, I think the that heaviness is 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 further apart. Like they can say, oh yeah, there were these four scandals that happened this year. We have four scandals a week in our country, well, but I don't think we're unique. No, yeah, I don't, also, I don't know. 
four, developing for four solid years of, of, of Trump. That, that, yeah, yeah, that America Trump, uh, Venezuela, debacle. Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, Bruce, um, let's not this, ever do a political this show. This may ever. be the second, the penultimate show of this yeah. year for us. Not forever, dear friends. Don't rejoice because we will, we will <laughs> we be will back, back in the costume in 2022 yeah. as we look towards our. Um, our holiday season and a much needed um, break. Um, I'm still gonna have to do my my English teaching right throughout. Um, People need to English, man. But um, it's a bit of a uh, say a word. Use your it's words. It's not a great uh, start to the season this year with the new variant. And no, with it's our very very difficult. Petrol prices everything. being the highest they've exactly. been living memory, uh, and our economy suffering, and of course that means that all the food prices and the cost of living will go up and of oh. course we're now at 46 percent unemployment that's the official figure so on do the you street, not bring up political this is not a political show well, end on the happy ending and of quickly. course that means crime and all quickly kinds of things. pull out Stephen, so pull i'm out. feeling a little bit uh, despondent but um <laughs> my guitars are playing beautifully thank you grant and uh, there are many things to be grateful for at this time of year and hopefully i'll think of Good one grief. soon that happened Right, and maybe maybe we'll do a first take of a Christmas tune next week. Maybe oh, we won't. Goodness, we'll maybe see. not. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, we ho- we plan to have one more for the year. And uh, nice. thank you for listening today. Yes, thank you and for sorry the chorus that, podcast. That, uh, Stephen got so Something depressing. I'm depressed. <laughs> go, and, uh, go and watch some fun, share fun the films show with and your listen friends. to some great music. Um, and, yeah, uh, fantastic. Yes, things are happy anyway. Bye. All right, see you guys soon. Later, bye.